broadcasting live from the grand opening celebration of the new Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce offices in Avalon, it's time for North Fulton Business Radio, brought to you by Renaissance Bank. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. John Ray in the middle of a slight lull, which we're, we're kind of happy about because uh, we've had quite a day here at the grand opening celebration of the new Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce offices and the North Fulton CID. And I'm just happen to have the head of North Fulton CID community and community investment district, right? Community improvement, improvement district. district. I got yes. Senator Brandon beach. Thank you, John, for having me. And it was quite a day. We had a big crowd here. We did um, a lot of energy in this room and a lot of excitement. And, and that's I, what this chamber provides is yeah. uh, great value for their members. I had to wait for a lull to be able to grab you, so, yeah, <laughs> so I'm, glad, I'm glad we got that. But, um, you, you know, you, I want to talk about the chamber first, and then we'll get to CID. Um, you were the president and CEO of the chamber for a long time. 15, and really, 15 years. And laid the groundwork for the chamber to be a, a, a really uh, in a position to make this move, because this was a big move. Big move, and I, I want to give Callie a lot of credit. Uh, we had moved from an old house in Roswell to our old location, which that was a big move for us back then, 15, mm-hmm. 16, well, now 17 years ago probably. But uh, this is a big move. It, it puts the chamber in the major leagues, and uh, and I will tell you, as beautiful as this place is, bricks and mortar, mm-hmm. the chamber's more than just about bricks and mortar. It's mm-hmm. about the people, the community, and what they do for the people in the community and making a difference yeah. and connecting people and and uh, really being the conduit to economic growth and good quality growth at that. Yeah. And then the CID, what we try to do is do infrastructure. And I believe there's a direct correlation between infrastructure investment and jobs and economic development opportunities. And you can see that when we build a new intersection or new interchange and the growth and the development that happens. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that, that I think there's a saying about, uh, you know, freeways are the you know, 21st century version of railroads like they Correct. were in the 19th century. Right. And yes. so making sure you are up to speed, up to date, uh, with that investment is really important to economic development. Well, it is. And, and look, we, as a state putting my state hat on, we realize Georgia 400 is an economic engine for our state. Mm-hmm. When you look at all the high tech companies up here and the growth and the, the jobs and what's happened up here than this 400, corridor. I mean, it's hard to believe back in the 1970s when 400 was built, they filmed Smokey and the Bandit and didn't, and they closed the road for a month and nobody complained <laughs> nobody used it. And, and, and for, if we tried to close Georgia 400 for an hour, you'd it, have a riot. We'd yeah. have a problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's, it's heavily used and it's really been good. And when you look at the growth in Alpharetta, Alpharetta was smart. They wanted four exits off 400. Mm-hmm. When you look at the development they've had, their commercial versus their residential, 60-40. There's not many cities in the in the state or even in the southeast that have that commercial tax base. And it's, you know, commercial is a lot less to serve than a residential um, person. So yeah. it, it's good. And, and so North Fulton's done very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's talk about some of, the, some of the projects that people may not know that the CID has been behind, has, has really driven the bus on getting done, right? Well, correct. I mean, when you look at what we've done, and we're a very quiet organization, we just put our head down and, and get the work done. But when you look at the, the bridge over 400 Encore Parkway, that beautiful bridge yeah. with bike paths and it's tying into the greenway now, 
it, it's a beautiful and goes to the amphitheater. That's a beautiful uh, bridge, and it was a great investment. Then we look, and right now we're building Davis Drive, which is where Papa Doe's dead ends, and it's going to cut through over to uh, Top Golf. So if you go to Papa Doe's, you won't have to cut through the ice skating rink anymore to get there. Yeah, it'll add connectivity. Another great example is the triple left lanes on windward. We added it was a double left lane going northbound. We added a, a, another left lane turn and added a new lane in front of Cracker Barrel to uh, reduce congestion and, and increase mobility. And then I, I think another great example is right across the street from here is Northwinds Parkway from um, from Old Milton to where Jackson Healthcare is. So it created right. the Jackson Healthcare jobs with their new development. It created that housing development. Evans Construction, and Gwinnett Tech. That would not have happened without that road. So that road really produced uh, great uh, great revenue and great opportunities. And the, the, the CID was founded 20 years ago for one, one road we wanted to build, Westside Parkway from Mansell Road to Windward. Cause we had North Point Parkway on the east side, but we didn't have a west side connector. Yeah. And so we built that. And if you look at what that's done with Avalon and so on, it's been just huge growth on the west side. Yeah, I would just... Uh, sitting here thinking, imagine what our life would look like in Alpharetta and uh, Roswell and in North Fulton if we didn't have Westside Parkway. No, I mean, <laughs> that is. It's right? unbelievable. Yeah. The other thing the CID's done that the cities would have never spent the money on is the beautification of all four interchanges. And when mm-hmm. when we bring a prospect up here for economic development, they get off on Windward and they see that landscaping and the stacked stone and the lighting and the sidewalks. It really makes an impression subliminally. Mm-hmm. It says, hey, I've arrived somewhere pretty good, pretty yeah. cool. And so that's been very helpful, having those interchanges, not only landscape, but then we take care of them, maintain them, and, and they really look nice. For those that might not know how the CID is funded, talk about that. and talk. It, it, it's really a community is the right word. It's a community effort. Yeah, it's the commercial owners within the district pay three mills, an extra three mill tax mm-hmm. comes to us. And then what we do is we get sh- project shovel ready yeah. within the district. We, on- we can only spend the money within the district and it's no residential tax money. It's just commercial tax base. Mm-hmm. And then we take that money and do the en- environmental, the engineering, the design, and we get it ready. So then we can go to GDOT or, you know, CERTA or someone and say, Hey, we've got a project ready. We need the rest of the money to, to do the construction. And we've been very fortunate a great example is the triple F lanes on Windward. We put about eight hundred fifty nine hundred thousand dollars in the design and the um, engineering and so on, and then we got a nine point five million dollar project in construction. So that's a good return on our investment for our investors. Yeah, they put up eight hundred fifty thousand and got nine point five million. Yeah, so that's that's a win win for us. Absolutely, and for the citizens. Yeah, absolutely, and and again, the citizens aren't paying a dime. I mean, no, yeah. Yeah, so that's really important for folks to understand. So, Brandon, what's ahead? I mean, what what do you see over the next few years? Well, I can tell you this. As I said earlier, the state, is, we have three, four economic engines in our state. We've got the Port of Savannah, which is a huge economic engine. We've got Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport. We've got the World Congress Center with all the convention business, and the, we just announced we're going to have the national championship football game in 2025. Right. So those are really big economic engines for our state. But our state also realizes the perimeter and the 400 corridor is an economic engine for our state. When you look at the fintech business, the high-tech business, and we are going to invest in this corridor by adding two new lanes northbound, express lanes, two new lanes southbound, express lanes. You have to pay for them to, to ride in. You'll still have your free lanes. Mm-hmm. But then we're also going to have a bus rapid transit coming up the middle. So we're going to have three MARTA stations that you get on a bus and you you have – 
it won't be in traffic. It'll be going, you know, 55, 60 miles an hour. So it'll be good. And we're going to try to encourage people to take transit. And I'm convinced this, I don't think everybody's going to get out of their car. I will say this. I do think if we make transit uh, seamless, efficient, clean, and most of all safe, people will look at it as an option if they can get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And and we have a system now that's metro-wide that you can get on one system, whether it's in Cobb, and then you can get to Gwinnett. And you may be on different systems, but you are not know, you don't know that now. It's seamless. You can pay with one method of payment. You can go to one website, and you can use transit in a very efficient way. But we got to make sure that when you are on transit, one, you're safe, and then two, that you have the amenities you want. You have the the cell service you have sure. that you can be on your laptop and not lose, you know, your, uh, your connection. So I think if we do those things and again, uh, make your ride pleasant, I think people will look at transit as an option. Again, I'm not naive enough to think everybody's going to give up their cars and I don't think they should. Right. And uh, we're not going to do that, yeah. but I do think it could be an option down the road, especially when you have the world cup coming and some different ma- major events. People may say, let me just take the, the bus and the train down to the, to the city for these events. I remember, and this just shows what a leader you've been in this area in transportation infrastructure, and I think really ahead of a lot of people recognizing how important that is to our um, economy in North Fulton. I remember when you went on that sojourn from, what was it, 75 to 85 and tried tried to figure out how to do that using transit, right? I, I hired a young man to film me from the University of North Georgia. We got on a bus at Kennesaw State and tried to go to the Gwinnett Arena. Took us four hours and 20 minutes. I could have flown to L.A., Los Angeles, <laughs> faster. And, and, but what I really learned on that trip by doing it, I learned that I had to go to three websites to plan my trip. I had to pay with three different methods of payment. Mm-hmm. I had to wait 30 minutes to cross jurisdictional lines. Right. And it just wasn't efficient. It was not seamless. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was clean, and it was safe. Each one of them ran well by themselves, but they didn't coordinate. It was a very disjointed system, and we needed to make sure we've got a system that can get you. People don't – when they get on a bus in Marietta and want to go to the 191 building, yep. they don't care if they're on Cobb, Mart, or whatever. They want to get there, and they want to get there in a seamless, efficient, and, and safe way. So I, I think we we proved that, and now we went back about a year ago. Um, we went back and did that same – ride. Okay. And we did it in less than, right at an hour and 10 minutes. Hour, oh, wow. Almost in, right at an hour instead of four hours and 20 minutes. And we paid with, we went to one website. We had live time when the bus would come or the train would come on the app. We paid with one method of payment and we were able to plan it just with the ATL app, which was pretty good. So we've, we've, we got some, you know, room to grow and to do better. Yeah. We've made a lot of progress. And one of the things I'm proud of in this region now is all these agencies are working together, ARC, Greta, GDOT. They're all sitting around the table talking to each other and saying, how can we do better for our our citizens, our customers? Mm -hmm. What can we do to make sure we're doing better, whether it's building a road, building transit, and how can we make this all work better for our our citizens, our customers? Yeah. So, you know, i got to give Russell McMurray and uh, those folks a lot of credit. They're, They're very customer-centric and looking to what they can do that's best for, for the citizens of, of the metro area. Well, Brandon, you have done great work, and we appreciate you and all you've done for North Fulton wow. and the uh, economic environment that we enjoy here. So thank you for your work. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm thank you for what you do to get the word out. I, I, we're very, very blessed to live here and to, yep, to be in our, you know, to have some of the developments we have and the job opportunities for our kids to come back here and work and, and find a job.
So thank you very much. Absolutely. But before we let you go, let's just make sure we give people directions on how to get more information on the North Fulton CID. Yes, NorthFultonCID.com. So www.nfcid.com. Go to our website. It'll give you an update on projects. Uh, and we will continue to foster the relationships with GDOT and CERTA and, and make sure the dollars that we can get come up here. Terrific. Okay. Senator Brandon Beach, thank the you. head of the North Fulton, North Fulton CID. Brandon, thanks again. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.